Good morning. Good morning. This is Binium on the Bin Checking In podcast. So glad to have you guys tune in again with me. Today is Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Hello, Blaze Bud Tender. Hello, Taylor. Good to see you guys. Hello, friends coming out on TikTok as well. I see you guys coming in. Uh, today, Wednesday, Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. Today is the 29th. Oh, my goodness month is about over and here we are <laughs> coasting towards october and the end of the year i hope today you're feeling well that things are going all right in your life i'm glad to have you join us for a few moments as we check in this is the bin checking in podcast where i like to check in three specific ways first and primarily for myself and then also for those that i um, have influence with those who i want to uh, come alongside and encourage along in their way so, in those specific ways that I want to grow, they go as follows. Number one, awareness. Hello, Abdi. Hello, Blaze. Uh, I want to grow an awareness of myself. I want to grow an awareness of how I'm wired. And I want to do this on an ongoing basis because I think this is an ongoing thing, isn't it? For example, your friendships. If you were to neglect them, it doesn't mean that your friendship is going to stay at the same level, per se. The more we spend time together, the more we get to know each other. Nice to see you as well, Abdi. Um, and so, uh, this process of getting to know each other is an ongoing process. Same thing with ourselves. And so that's what I want to do. Secondly, I want to grow in kindness. Kindness is already um, easily extended from most of us to those around us, but it's more difficult when we're trying to apply it to ourselves. And so what does it look like for us to focus a little bit more on showing ourselves kindness as we go through this engagement of life? It's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing, especially because most of us are critical of ourselves. We're harsh on ourselves. We have high expectations that we really feel we are working our way towards. And so what's that look like? And then happiness. I like being happy, but it takes work to get to our happiness by processing a lot of things along the way. So thrilled to have you join today's podcast. Here is the self-reflection question we are asking today. Today we are asking, name one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything. Name one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything, and how can you make this happen? Where can the podcast be listened to after it's live? Uh, Taylor, great question. Uh, the Instagram and the YouTube, uh, these videos are recorded, so you can go back and check that in my Instagram reel. I, I think it is. That's the spot where you find the longer uh, form. And, of course, on my YouTube channel, I have it on um, a special playlist there called the Bin Checking In Podcast. And you can also find this on Anchor, on Spotify, and a few other different ones. I don't think it's uh, up on Apple for some reason yet, but uh, you can definitely find it on Spotify, Taylor. Question again we're asking today is name one thing you want to achieve more than anything and how can you make this happen? So um, before I give my answer, hello Ollie, good to see you my friend. Before I answer the question, I usually like to go into, hey Steve, um, I, I, I like to give this uh, the, the question of the day a bit of a under the hood checkup and see the merits of why we want to answer this question. The handsome Ben is ready. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Good to see you. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to have you guys join in today. This is always, um, for me, 
It's something rejuvenating when I spend time here with you guys. Sometimes, you know, I sit here looking at my list of questions. Today's question is about future goals that we want to accomplish, for example. But I like going through this as a discipline for me. And one of those things that I wanted to do to implement it is to share my experience with others who can come along and watch me in my process. And so there's a bit of accountability there that's locked in. You see, as I apply this to myself, I'm also, um, yeah, in the process of sharing that experience with you guys. And so thrilled to have you, glad to hear your inputs, your perspectives along the way. That's, this is meaningful for me. So, um, as I look at this question, one thing I want to achieve this year more than anything, I can't help but get the sense that I'm being encouraged to dream about the future, to think long-term and say, hey, Luca. <laughs> By the way, I'm just seeing friends coming in, and they always say hello as they're coming in. Salam, I see you, my dear. Um, welcome to the live stream. I'm thrilled to have you here for a few moments, however long you can stay. But as I'm looking at this question, name one thing you want to achieve more than anything this year, and how can you make this happen? I feel like I'm being encouraged to dream about the future. I feel like I'm being encouraged to take some big steps by way of imagination and saying, what is it that I want to accomplish? What is it that I want to see coming into reality, my reality? And this can be a scary thing for a lot of people because what they've been taught, don't dream, just settle for in life. Whew, I'm trying not to get emotional about this, but this is getting me a little bit on the emotional side because I definitely feel like I'm in the midst of this season right now where the temptation is to settle for, but the dream keeps pushing me forward. And when sometimes reality doesn't seem to um, align with your dreams, it can be really difficult to sustain those dreams. Do you know what I'm saying, guys? I don't know if you're resonating with me. But I'm just in the very middle of this feeling right now where as I read questions like this that, again, invite me, they beckon me to say, hey, what could be in your future? How could you strive for something that you really want to experience? How can you extend yourself in, in a way where you are, you may be judged by others as a dreamer, as someone who is irrational, as one who is irresponsible? What does it look like to extend yourself that way? Zappy says, last time I saw you, you were doing Uber. Oh my goodness, you've come so far. Thank you, Zappy. I don't know if I feel like I've come so far. I'm still in the midst of striving and struggling in life. <laughs> so sometimes we give these presentations that we're doing so well, you know, but it takes guts to be vulnerable and say, actually, I'm still fumbling my way forward. And I definitely feel like I am in that zone of fumbling, even now. So this question, like I was saying, the question again for those of you coming in is the one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything and how can you make this happen? It, When I think of this question, I'm thinking I'm being invited to dream in a way that is going to extend myself beyond where I'm presently at. And all are, we all are, and it's okay. Well done. Thank you, Zappy. I appreciate the encouragement. Thank you. So, um... Blaze Tender says, are you going to be doing Uber again? Yes, uh, Blaze, I'm still going to do Uber in the future. But right now, I want to focus on the business that I'm putting together on my website, biniamasters.com. This is something that I want to apply myself to. I want to give myself to it, foc uh, like focus in on it. I've been trying to do this for the past few months, but I just can't do Uber and my business at the same time. So I'm putting Uber on hold. But it's not one that I'm putting to rest for good because I love my job as an Uber driver. I want to continue meeting people, inspiring and encouraging them along 
along the way. That's my desire. And so I will still keep doing Uber in the future, but for the time being, I'm just going to be focusing on my business to get it going and thriving. And that's where I'm presently at. Thanks for the question. So the one thing that I'm wanting to achieve more than anything, it causes me to dream. And in, in essence, it also, um, there's a bit of a magic act here that happens because as you're dreaming of what could be, you're going to be calling something into reality that didn't exist before. That is kind of like, ah, you know, really intimidating. Mata, Matalian, how are you? Nice to see you, my friend. I remember how I found you was from the video of Daniel from Ogen. I know. I remember that too, Blaze. The the bud tender i remember that too and he said he uh, he communicated he's he's going to come back i'm not sure if he's back yet he should be back by now i think i should reach out to him and find out how things are going he did go to spain and then he did come back so blaze the tenders uh bud tender is uh, referencing a story that i featured on my um uber um annals <laughs> my journals uh of my uber rides of this fantastic beautiful human being who um was really um, taken advantage of by one of the companies here in our city and sort of they used him and then they threw, threw him away and uh, it was terrible. Um, so I put his story up and the whole um, a significant component of the uh, cannabis community just ra ra raised their voices and said, uh-uh, this is not cool, you know. So I'm hoping some good things come out of that too. So, yes, we are called to be magicians, I believe, to reach into our hat and pull something out of our imagination that didn't exist before that we're trying to bring into fruition. And that is, that's a scary proposition, isn't it, guys? It's a scary proposition to step out that way, out of your comfort zone and say, I'm going to try and establish this. I'm going to try and accomplish this. I'm going to try and fulfill this. And why that is daunting is because... Nothing is for free in life. Nothing is going to be offered freely and saying, hey, come and take your dreams. Dreams are, they're precious, but they're also, ooh, dreams are expensive. You know, the amount that, hi, Shar, <laughs> the amount that we have to invest to get to accomplish our dreams, it's massive sacrifice, isn't it? It's the kind that takes a lot out of you. And the cost sometimes is extremely high. I know I've experienced this in some contexts already, but I have one word for today's answer. Today's uh, question again for you guys is name one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything and how can you make this happen? Um, yeah, just one thing. What is that one thing you want to accomplish? And as you're trying to accomplish that, I dare say in every single one of our contexts, this is going to take something out of us. If it's a race that you're training for, it's going to take a massive amount of time to practice, massive amount of energy to stretch and push yourself, massive amount of commitment to see this through to the end. If it's a business like I'm doing, my goodness, it's like, oh, what is a real life recalibrator therapist life coach combination of two very similar my friend yes um life recalibrator is my way of rebranding if you will life coach really but i want to capture the nuance of where i want to help people is i want to help them recalibrate their past experiences which are very much a part of all of us to be able to use that going into the future saying hey your past doesn't have to beat you down your past can actually be fantastic ammunition 
that helps define who you are and where you're going. And so um, for a lot of people in my perspective, I think we struggle with things that have happened in the past that keep us sort of stunted in the future, where, where, where we're going in the future. So very similar, my, my dear friend, yes, life recalibrators, what I'm calling myself. As a result, I want to help recalibrate the past so you can rewrite your future and rewrite your future even though you haven't been there yet most of us have an idea of what our future is already going to look like and it's not looking very rosy it's not looking very encouraging and so we sort of settle for something and i'm saying let's rewrite that forecast to something more something beautiful so yes that's what i'm aiming for so, my dear friends, if I were to answer this question, name one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything, how can you make this happen? I just have one word for me. My one word that I have in answer to this question, and I'll flesh it a little bit, is the word freedom. <laughs> freedom. I want to experience freedom. Freedom in a variety of contexts. Uh, Blaze Buttender says, my dream, I would say, is to make it grow up and actually treat my employees with respect and a fair wage and make sure they have everything they need. That's beautiful. And it's a challenging one, isn't it? Video is online, says Sardonic. <laughs> Hello, Sardonic. That's a challenging one, Blaze with Bud Tenor, because to accomplish what you're setting out to do, can you imagine how unique you're going to be in trying to accomplish that? Which is the sad part, right? The sad part is that this is noteworthy, that an employer is going to look after their employees, treat them with fairness and respect, and look after their needs, even while the employee gives uh, of their time and their um, energy to the to the business there's a fantastic symbiotic ideal that um, that is uh, wonderful to hear about and yet is rarely ever actualized so I uh, applaud you blaze about tender I that's a worthwhile one to go for and uh, I'll definitely be singing your praises amidst the very few that are accomplishing that so thanks for sharing that for me, my answer would be one word, and I was just saying the word is freedom. Freedom in a variety of, of ways. Freedom economically, freedom relationally, freedom um, um, spiritually, like in the whole gamut. And why that's important for me is because of the following. I would say I began my first three decades. Listen, my first three and a half decades of life. Uh, in essence, as I look back on it, I did not feel like I was free. I did not know it at the time, but I felt very much like I was in shackles. I felt very much like I was bound. I, I didn't have my freedom to express who Benyam really is. I was constrained by cultural expectations of what I felt I should be. I fulfilled those magnificently, and yet... Oh, as I look back on it, it just makes me sad. It makes me sad because I was not free. And so knowing that I wasn't free, um, where I guess this takes me today is where I value my freedom. I value my freedom. When I finally came to uh, to acknowledge that I wasn't free, where was I in life? I, I was, some would say I was at my pinnacle. I was... Career-wise, I was leading a church as a pastor. I had a team of pastors that were supporting me, my leadership. Um, I had massive influence with people. I had fantastic gifts, public speaking. I was gifted in connecting with people along the way. Um, I had made some um, impacts in people's lives in really positive ways. I was at the at my prime, if you will. I was at that place where I was like. The world keeps on looking up, 
And when I realized that I wasn't really living as I wanted to live with authenticity, with genuine engagement with those around me in the world, that's when I was like, oh, man, this is so far from where I first was. And it really I couldn't I couldn't keep going forward in essence at, at the very heart of it. There was no way I could keep on spinning this web that I had been spinning all this time. That awareness that came into my mind that said, holy crap, I've gone so far away from the ideal once upon a time. It really broke my heart at that moment when I realized it. I was like, I am someone who I did not want to become. Not that I was a terrible person. I mean, I was married at the time. I was a good husband to my wife uh, relationally. I mean, I was cheating on her, yes, and that was terrible, but I... Like it wasn't that I was, it wasn't like I was selling drugs or being abusive or all that kind of stuff, but I was someone who I did not want to be. And that really got me deep here in the heart where I was like, nope, this is not what is something I wanted to be. And so at that moment, I made a decision. I want my freedom from this bondage, if you will, of cultural expectation. It means that I'm going to perhaps be rejected by my whole community. I'm going to lose everything that I count dear and precious in my life, which, I mean, I had some beautiful things. I had three kids. I had my wife. I had this community of really wonderful friends. And yet I was ready to say goodbye to it all because I really wanted to experience I really wanted to experience people knowing the real binium and not the choreographed binium because I was really good at giving the choreographed binium, right? Any tips for making friends as an adult? Uh, yeah. Can I tell you how risky that is, my dear friend Ross? It is a risky thing to, and if this is the one thing you want to accomplish this year, let me just spend a couple moments on this because I would love to help you grow in awareness, grow in kindness, and experience happiness. The awareness piece is it's going to take guts to make friends as an adult. It's going to take guts because it's a huge risk. When we when we make friendships, my dear friends, what's happening there is an, there's an exchange. There's an exchange, I believe, of this commodity that most of us are, are very stingy with, and that's called vulnerability. When you find someone you want to connect with, it's a risky thing to say, hey, I'm going to tell them a little bit about myself so that they know who they're connecting with because you want them to know who you are, right? And so it's a risky thing to be able to extend that vulnerability and saying, hey, my name is so-and-so. This is what makes me me. Here's what I enjoy and love in life. Here's the things I don't like. Here's how I'm going to implement my boundaries. And all that's really important in the way you want to connect with someone else. It's a gutsy thing because the, you're not guaranteed it's always going to go well on both sides. In fact, this person may use you. They may um, take you for granted. Like them, there's so many things. So extending yourself by way of vulnerability to another fellow human being who's also messy. You can't expect that there's anyone who's going to be perfect, right, my friends? People aren't perfect. We're all struggling our way forward. And so even as they extend yourself to someone else and saying, I'm interested in connecting with you through this medium of friendship, um, make space that they're going to hurt you at some point along the way. Prepare for that. But reach out. And it's, um, it's, uh, it's a risky endeavor. Do you believe diet is connect, connected to happiness? I think um, diet may help us experience happiness, but I think it's independence. 
see diet for the most part. Um, some people are eating and they're not even realizing they're eating. They're just doing it mechanically, right? They're just doing it because, hey, this is what I do. I eat and then I move on kind of thing. So for some, it's connected because they're extremely hungry. And like, holy crap, I need to fill my belly, right? And so they go and eat. For others, it's like whatever. So for those who, for example, haven't eaten for a while, when they get food, they're super happy because this means they can feel that their needs are going to be looked after. It's kind of connected indirectly. For others who aren't struggling for food, they can just go to the fridge and get whatever they want and eat it and not think twice about it and have that sense of happiness. So I would say it depends, Ross. So for me, um, my my thing that I want to experience most is freedom. And that started off with me relationally saying goodbye to my career that I really loved and enjoyed and my community that I really cared for but I hadn't been honest with. And those are some significant costs for me to give up so that I could have this sense of transparency that really meant a lot to me. I wanted to experience transparency so people knew who they were interacting with. I wanted them to see the real binium even if they didn't care for the real binium, that was a cost I was willing to take because I wanted authentic connections with others. And so that was what really meant a lot to me. Um, a second expression of why this word freedom is really important for me that I wanted to achieve this year is economically. And this has two parts. One, I wanted to definitely have all my debts paid for. I, I'm striving for that because I, you know, it's terrible when you have to like have debts continually falling around. So I want to look after my debts. <laughs> I want those to be, to be gone. Diet is connected to goals. Dense for some people it is. For some people it is, I would say that, yeah. For some people who are really trying to work towards um, a certain body frame that they, that they want to, you know, um, diet their way towards, that may be the case for sure. Um, I know uh, from all of us, it definitely is connected to the goal of staying alive. If you don't eat, you're not going to be alive. <laughs> you need to sustain your body by eating, right? Whether it's on a vegan diet, whether it's um, um, both meat and veggies, whether it's just meat as well. Hello, my dear friend Jackson. All that to say, yes, I would agree with that. But um, for some, it's more so than others. For me, for example, I've never had to watch what I eat, thankfully, right? Um, I know what I like, what I don't like, but there may come a time when I also will have to calibrate for the fact that I'm going to um, have to watch what I eat, potentially, right? Then it'll definitely be along what you're saying there. But for me, relationally, so again, uh, for those of you coming in, the question we're asking today is, um, name one thing you want to achieve this year more than anything, and how can you make this happen for me? It was relationship-wise. I wanted to experience freedom so that people knew the real binium, and I didn't have to be bound by cultural expectations. That was not my non-negotiable. I really wanted that to be in play, and so that's where I'm going in life. That's where I'm committing myself to with passion, with desire, with uh, enthusiasm. And I'm so thankful to be in this spot this year, sorry, this season of my life as I keep on going forward because as I share myself with you guys, I'm in that season now where I can say I can be honest, I can be upfront, you can ask me anything, I'll be upfront with you and honest in my response without any reference of am I going to be liked or not liked by this person. 
So that's wonderful. And I want to keep on making that happen by assessing the codependent tendencies that I have to please others and say, wait, where is this coming from and how can I do this in a way that really serves me? That's really important. But economically, I would say I'm working towards also my freedom where I don't have to worry about um, debts that are hanging over me. So how can I do that? I've never been to Scotland, Ross, but I know I would love to. I think that's where you're from, right? Because we've had conversations about this before. I'm having a deja vu moment about that. But, yes, um, I want to be able to pay for all my debts, which means I need to be earning a certain amount. And so I'm in a season right now also where I feel my skill set has been refined to such a point where I am very choosy about the jobs that I take on. When I was young, I had so many job experiences along the way, and I enjoyed every single one of those. I really did. I enjoyed even ones on the rigs where it was one of the most grueling as a tree planter, that was a really difficult dynamic. But with all these jobs that I got to do, I learned and grew along the way. But now as I consider the happy memories I have at those job contexts, um, I, I, um, I, I don't think I could go back to those jobs now. I've moved on from those job experiences. I've learned what I needed to learn over there. I'm moving on to bigger expectations that I have in life. And now I find myself, after driving Uber for a couple of years, having this desire for something more, this desire where I can be independent and free to do my job as I see it and to be able to make my mark in life that way. So that's where I am right now. Jackson says, life has no meaning without goals. So true, my dear. Uh, are you Havisha? Can you say something in heart? Is she? Do I believe in karma, says uh, Ross? I'm not sure if I believe in karma. I believe there's something bigger than us that's kind of like ordaining things. And so, yeah, I, I wonder if I believe in karma or not. Uh, Char, welcome. This is the Ben Checking In podcast. I'm answering uh, self-reflective questions for myself and inviting you into that same process. I love how you're always excited about personal self-growth. Thank you. Salam says, for me, it has to be working hard toward being more confident of myself and skill and shed my insecurities. Wow, that's one that you're speaking on behalf of so many, my dear Salam. There's so many of us who, myself included, who are struggling with insecurities. Um, so, for example, let, let me show you what I'm going to do today. I'm going to do something that is scary for me. Um, so, yesterday I went and bought the, uh, these these sheets of yellow um, cardboard paper, kind of. I, I, I think is what these things are. And so, I'm going to show you what I did. It's a scary thing for me, but I am so committed in the business venture that I'm going towards. But it hasn't really been receiving much. Uh, I haven't been receiving a lot of bites at all. Like um, I've been putting the word out there. I've been making videos. Uh, marketing and uh, and uh, sales is not my forte, so I'm struggling in this area. But I know my skill. I know what I do really well, and I want to put myself out there to be able to establish my freedom. So one thing I really want to do is establish my business this year so I can start uh, cre uh, creating an income, doing something that I love to help others. So here's what I prepared. I made this sign that I'm going to go to the downtown core today and feature this and hopefully get some more business leads. But here is what I've put together. Now, this is kind of backwards on your uh, screen, but what, what, it, what it says is discouraged, encouragement here, <laughs> and it has two sides. 
same thing on this side and basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to just kind of pop that on the ground and sit down on a little like a fold, fold chair that I, I have. But this is what I'm doing to try and make it work in my own context. It's scary because, hey, I may be judged as I'm sitting there. Um, offering my services to others, uh, people may come by and say, ah, you're, you're wasting your time. That's not how it's done. You know, they may be right. They may be right. I don't know. But I'm driven. And so thank you, Jackson. It's scary because you're kind of putting yourself out there. People are looking at you. They're judging you. They're scrutinizing you. Um, this is me facing my insecurities, my insecurities of failure, my insecurities that I'm not good enough, my insecurities that I I just don't have it, you know, like there's just a lot of things that um, can be challenging in this prospect where your mind speaks a lot of discouraging things. So this is how I'm growing an awareness of myself by saying this is scary. Uh, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone here. I'm putting it all out there, um, but I'm going to be kind to myself as I do this. I'm going to be kind to myself saying, hey, you can do it, right? Thank you, my dear friend, Jackson. I appreciate that. Nikita, hello. <laughs> um, and in the midst of applying myself to this, saying, um, I'm going to pursue my happiness as I help others get to their happiness. That is something that really I should put on a, a shirt, I think. <laughs> but that's what my day looks like today. It's stepping out this way in a scary way. I'm glad you guys are seeing me this season. It's not that I have all the answers. I don't. I'm just trying to figure things out one step at a time going forward. But I'm glad to have you watch me do this. See me in the discomfort. See me in the season where I'm like, uh, I'll look back on this at some point in the future and probably have more insight. But for the time being, I'm going to step out. So much love to you, my friends. This is Jackson. I hope you have a great day. I know you will. Thank you. I, too, wish you guys a fantastic Wednesday. I'd love to hear from you along the way. I'd love to encourage you in your own context. I think that's one of the things I do really well at is encouraging people. Who's the driver? I am, Jason. I'm, I'm the Uber driver. <laughs> the infamous Uber driver here in Calgary, Alberta. Friends, if I could be of help to you, this is so common. You're great. Take care. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Check out my website, biniumashes.com. I hope to connect with you, serve you in some way. But for the time being, let me remind you a couple of things. Your existence today, in this moment, matters. I'm glad that you are here. I'm glad that you exist because I believe you have something critical to be able to extend that makes this world even, even better place. And I love providing myself as a model to encourage and inspire you that way so that you can actually get there too. This is a symbiotic thing. I think I encourage you. You also encourage me as well too. This is what it means when we share our experiences in life together to experience something bigger than ourselves. From London, nice to see you. How are you? So, I want to encourage you that way with these words, not because they're empty.